Thanks for checking out this ProVest Perspective podcast, Short Take. You've heard it before. If you're an investor and you miss the best X number of days in the market over a five-year or 10-year or 20-year period, your rate of return would drop from something really satisfying to something really unsatisfying. A study done by Morningstar and Zega Financial told the story of an investment in the S&P 500. But just pulling out the best two days of the market each year from 2013 through 2022. They reported that over that 10 year period, being invested the whole time would have produced a cumulative return of 108%. But if someone could have been so unlucky that he missed just the two best days of the market each year, his cumulative return would have dropped by more than 90%, from 108% down to just 10%. Man, I tell you, (laughs) if that's not a justification for staying invested in the market all the time, I don't know what is, right? But as Paul Harvey might say, you need to hear the rest of the story. You see, there are some details about this illustration that's hidden in the fine print. Then there are some details that should be considered that aren't mentioned at all. First, in the fine print, it's mentioned that dividends were not considered when building this illustration. Dividends not considered? Why would someone not consider an integral part of the overall rate of return, which are dividends, of the most widely cited index of all of the investing world? That just doesn't make sense. That is, unless you're trying to make your point seem bigger than it actually is. Dividends, you see, added 21.5% to both the 108% you get when invested every day and to the 10% you'd have gotten if you had missed the two best market days each year between 2013 and 2022. Well, why is that a big deal, you may ask? This is why. A 10% gain versus a 100% gain is a difference of 91%. That means they can boast that staying in the market is 10 times better than missing the two best days each year. But a 129.5% gain versus a 31.5% gain is only four times better. Now, that's still a significant difference, but not nearly as much as a 10 to 1 difference. Next, how would someone go about missing just the two best days of the market each year for 10 straight years, but be in the market all the rest of the days? And I mean, every single day the market is in session? That person would have to be the world's best prognosticator, but in reverse. And let's say he is the world's best prognosticator. What if he used his skill to do this? Instead of missing the two best days of the market, What if he instead missed the two worst days of the market each year for 10 years? I actually tried to do the research on this, but I couldn't find the daily ups and downs of the market for more than just the last year. But I can't imagine that the growth, if we miss the two worst days of the market each year, would be very significant. And let me tell you, folks, the probability of missing the two worst days of the market each year is exactly the same as missing the two best days each year. Neither one will ever happen. 
But let me tell you what can happen. What if, when a trend developed, either an uptrend or downtrend, you saw it for what it was, and you invested in such a way as to take advantage of it? I mean, if the market started going down and it went down enough to develop a downtrend, and you had a way of quantifying that it was a solid downtrend, do you think that might be a good time to exit the stock market? Because if you did get out of the market at that time, you'd miss the remainder of the downtrend. And what if the market started going up and the trend turned positive? That might be a good time to get in the stock market, huh? Well, maybe you might say, you know, the market has a way of reversing quickly, going up, then going down. So how does one go about recognizing when a trend changes from positive to negative? or from negative to positive. That's where research comes in. And let me tell you, not all research is equal. I tried many different research companies. One I have found is absolutely the best I have used. It's expensive, I'll say that. And when they raised their prices earlier this year to more than three times what I had been paying, I agreed to pay it without blinking an eye. I have developed some model portfolios using this research. Those models are based on a set of rules I've developed over time. My last major tweak to the rules was in 2019, and since then, our performance has been very good. I am very proud of what we have been able to accomplish for our clients. But what does that have to do with missing the two best or the two worst days of the market each year for the last 10 years? Well, in one case, it's feasible to think that it could even happen. That would be a case of predicting what the stock market was going to do and being right 100% of the time. That never happens. But in the case of following trends, if you have the right research, you're much more likely to be right a significant amount of the time and do well over the long haul. And that's what we do here at ProVest. If you'd like a full explanation of what we can do for you, just give us a call at 800-277-0025. That's 800-277-0025. Or send me an email at asknoel at theprovestperspective.com. I'm Noel B. Swain, and that's this week's Short Take. Make sure to subscribe to the ProVest Perspective podcast so you never miss an episode. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Provost Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Investing involves risk. Depending on the types of investments, there may be varying degrees of risk. Investors should be prepared to bear loss, including total loss of principal. Indices mentioned during this broadcast are unmanaged and cannot be invested indirectly. When we state that we're investing in the S&P 500, Russell 2000, and other indexes, we mean that we invest in funds that mimic the index, not the index itself. Diversification and asset allocation strategies do not always assure profit or protect against loss. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investing regular amounts steadily over time, dollar cost averaging, may lower your average per share cost. Periodic investment programs cannot guarantee profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Dollar cost averaging is a long-term strategy involving continuous investing regardless of fluctuating price levels and, as a result, you should consider your financial ability to continue to invest during periods of fluctuating price levels. Tax-free withdrawals or tax-free income reference 
rates are dependent on terms and conditions that vary based on the product or investment selected. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., registered broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC.